Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 46, with today's topic being manifestations. It's one of those topics, guys, that I've recently actually gotten a little bit more interested in. I used to know a lot of people uh, whenever I was doing a uh, one of the uh, online business opportunities with the Team Synergy and a couple of the other teams I was a part of, like Zara, Angel Fund, whatever, before they all basically, you know, we all realized what was going on, you know, leadership was making all the money, those of us at the bottom are getting screwed. <laughs> but... I do a lot of, I know a lot, actually I do a lot of people back then and still know eh, a couple, some of them. Like, I don't necessarily chat with them, but I'm still connected with some of them. Some of them I'm disconnected from, you know, because, you know, it, it's one of those things, like, there's people that I was connected with that, like, um, you remember how I told, how I told you guys that I used to go do Facebook Lives pretty much every day for a couple hours did that for like six months, really bringing in a lot of people for the team, making a lot of money for the leaders, but of course I wasn't reaping any <laughs> reaping any rewards from, from that, basically. It was just expected, you know. And so, that's, that's, that's not how it should be when you're in a business with other people, you know. Like, if you have a business partner, and you guys go into business together, both of you should technically see some, see some rewards from your guys' efforts. But the way it was with those teams, you know, Zara, Angel Fun, um, Team Synergy, um, based on it, even the first team that I was, the very first team that I was a part of, where I very, the very first time that I tried to, you know, figure out how to make money online and stuff. Still not there, you know, but this back in 2013, 2014, 2015, somewhere along there when I was part of a team called uh, Infinite Freedom. Good people. And I'm still I'm, I'm still connected with some of them on Facebook and I see some of them post or whatever. But uh, as far as I know, that team dispersed and a lot of the members have joined a different team. Some of them have, in fact, like built that business uh, to the point where they were able to quit their jobs and other others, um, you know, others gave up on it, basically went bankrupt, you know blamed others you know there's always that saying when you do stuff when you invest or do you know, when you're looking at trying to grow your money you know try to like find investment opportunities or do things online to actually turn your money into more money they always say never invest um, more than you can afford to lose like you know there's always that risk that you're gonna you know depending depending on what opportunity depending on what you're what kind of thing you're looking into there's always that chance that you know it's not going to work out and then you lose your money i had uh, i had one person a guy named james um seemed like a pretty good guy i met him with that first team and then we were connected for a while and then he actually joined he saw me posting about the couple of different things you know the team synergy came up with that 
Synergy, of course, collapsed because everybody kind of realized what was going on with that. And uh, Zara and Angel Fun, he he brought himself and his wife in with that. Again, like he responded to one of my posts. Like again, I wasn't benefiting from him coming in. I was literally was like the same deal as Synergy. We we're building for the entire team or whatever. But then we found out what the leaders were actually doing. You know, they had us all fooled. You know, but he actually was pissed at me for like he got. <laughs> pretty basically he blamed me for the fact that that both of us failed and he was like oh, you screwed me over and I'm like I didn't screw you over I was like everybody got screwed over I was like we all you know the leader of that angel fund in Zara basically even though you know we used to be good friends with her and stuff but after that point we kind of me and the fam we basically like cut her out of our life because we we're like yeah obviously she fucked us over you know can't really call us friends if you're gonna do that to us, you know. But so I'm not naming names, cause, you know. If anybody from my previous teams or whatever actually comes across this podcast, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna know who I'm talking about. And uh, hell, the, the lady that was a leader or whatever, she comes across the podcast and hears me talking about it, she'll know I'm talking about her. <laughs> I don't have to mention anything. It's one of those things, you know. What is that saying, you know, with the, the shoe fits, you know? But eh, odds are, I don't. I figure the leader of that of that last team that I was a part of probably not gonna. Eh, she'll probably never hear this. Sure. Who knows? Do I carry the way? No, not really. No fucks do I give. <laughs> she can come across and think what she wants. But um, but anyway, you know, um, it's all about moving forward. You know, because. Uh, yeah, stuff happened, and I went with the James guy. Was like extremely pissed off, and like I was trying to, you know, I was still trying to figure stuff out online. Still had some opportunities that I was actually making money with. It wasn't a lot, but I was like, hey, check this, check this out. And he, he, yeah, he was jumping on my post and basically putting a bunch of laughing emojis. You know, because it's one of those like, well, I failed, so everything you post, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. To jump on there and I'm gonna cause problems for you. And I, I replied to one of his comments one day. I was like, James, what the fuck, man? What's what's going on? Like, why? Like, what's so funny? And he's like, he's like, oh, you're always trying to fuck people over. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, you fucked me over. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Because I had to go. I went bankrupt because of the opportunities I was a part of. I was like, well, that that's on you, man. I was like, if you put, I, it wasn't just him. There's other people that I heard of that. uh dumped everything like they took out their retirements and they t- dumped all their savings into these different opportunities trying to make money and i'm like that was a problem that was where you fucked up because you don't want to do that now the only way i would recommend doing that is if it's something that's been tried and true and confirmed and you know it, it is indeed you know here for the long run then yeah go for it you know but when it's when it's only been around for a little while and you don't know what's gonna happen it's better to start smaller and work your way up you know hell i get a lot of opportunities pitched to me on a pretty much a weekly basis you know just get random or or i see a bunch of stuff on facebook like hey guys check this out blah 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 most of them i ignore probably about 99 percent of the ones i ignore you know but the reason why um i'm gonna go back to the manifestation topic a little bit uh 
I used to think it was weird. You know, because I would have um, people that I was friends with that would constantly be, they'd be doing these Facebook lives and they would be talking about like, I claim it, I manifest it, it's, you know, it, I, that is my future. And I was always like, that's weird. <laughs> but, eh, you know, at the same time, I guess maybe I just wasn't ready for it yet, you know? Because recently I've um, come across a couple things as far as like manifestation stuff. Like a couple audio files that are supposed to like active, help activate a certain part of your brain that if you grew up, if you grew up in a poor, poor family, which I didn't grow up poor, my parents were middle class, but, um, well, probably upper middle class, I don't know, but basically we never, we never wanted for anything, like if, if we needed something, my parents were able to, to get it for us, like I was one of those kids growing up. It annoyed the hell out of my parents because basically I wouldn't ask for anything. I would wear stuff until it died. Like I would wear shoes until they're literally falling apart. And like, even then, my parents would be like, "You need a new pair of shoes." I'm like, "No, I'm good. It's still good. I got you. Know, I can tape it up. It's all good." Or shirt. Ah, yeah, it's got a couple holes. It's fine. My parents are like, "No, you need new stuff. We're gonna go into the store. We're gonna get <sighs> okay." So and that, that's just how I am. It's like my wife. <laughs> She gets annoyed with me because she'll ask me like what I want for like Christmas or my birthday or something. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Or I don't need anything. I mean, yeah, obviously like Christmas and stuff. I mean, obviously I would love to get stuff, but I don't know what to ask for. Because maybe, maybe some of you guys out there can relate. Like those of you breadwinners out there. Like for me, I'm like, if there's something I want or, I, or if it's a need, like for instance, if I need, I know I'm going to need to replace my uh, current shoes pretty soon. So I had them, I don't know how long I've had them. Because they, they last longer now than I'm doing this. But I had to replace them probably about every year, like once a year, because they would last for 12 months. They cost about 100 bucks from a from an online site called uh, Duluth Trading Company, I think. Well, I guess they do have an actual storefront, I think, down in like uh, Franklin, Tennessee or something. But I'm too lazy to go to the store. I just order them online. <laughs> I should actually go to the store. Maybe I actually, you know, maybe save a little bit. But, you know, but they're like slip-on style shoes that you can technically you can hike in if you want to, but I don't do that. I just, I, when I looked them up, I was, I had been using, or I had been wearing um, um, steel toe boots for years out here. And I did that after being in the military, or of course being in steel toe boots then, you know, that back then too. And I got to a point with my career where I was really tired of having to get up and basically process of getting ready for my day to go hit the road I had to lace up my fucking boots every day and i wanted i wanted to you know have a little bit easier so but i didn't want to do like some of these drivers that you see out here that are you know driving out here to flip-flops and whatever i do that in my in my personal vehicle you know because i don't i don't wear regular shoes whatever when i'm off like i'm literally in my chillax and shorts short sleeve shirt throw on a hoodie if it's like cold out or whatever but otherwise you know otherwise i'm in flip-flops you know that's how i roll but during the week i'm in my i'm in these uh, slip-on shoes that from the blue training company or whatever love them they're great um but when i was doing the package the, the what they call the pnd side it's basically where you know the I would take an empty someplace and I would come back with a loaded trailer. I 
lot of in and out of the truck, a lot of walking around outside the truck. And so it was about a year. By the time I reached the year mark, they were worn down pretty good on the, at least the, the, not the whole bottom of the, not the whole sole, but the down underneath like the ball of your foot. You know? Um, so, but doing what I currently do, you know, with me doing these dedicateds and not having to get in and out of the truck and walk around constantly, they don't wear down as fast. So that's pretty awesome, you know. But it is wearing down a little bit, you know, because of course you still got your foot on the on the, the gas, you know, on the accelerator or on the brake. So that part of the shoe is worn down a little bit. But, so I need to replace those. But hey, you know. But again, even out here doing what I doing what I do, I'm still like, ah, they're okay for a minute, you know. Like I'll have a pair of shorts that'll have like you wear down and get some hole, get a hole developing or whatever, you know. Or the, the becoming a part of the seam, and I'll try to make it last as long as possible before I can go online and go ahead and order a new pair. Even though now we're dealing with the diabetes and you know continue with the weight loss and stuff, I'm, try, I'm thinking about being preemptive and uh, and uh, you know ordering one of these pairs of shorts. Um, actually be like you know one one size down plan it ahead for as i as i trim down you know go ahead and get smaller size clothes but you know i know it's gonna take a minute whatever so but you know came across things recently where as far as like it's like last weekend before i got off for the week i was literally on my way home and i come across this uh video online talking about these couple of uh Basically, it was brainwave audio files, and it was talking about how, like, you know, those of us that grew up in not non-rich households, that the part of our there's a certain part of our brain that's smaller than people who grew up wealthy, and and so if you listen to certain these, you know, this certain audio file, whatever, it actually you do it daily, that it actually opens you up, you know manifests basically the kind of life you want the things you want in life the things you're dreaming about i'm like okay you know so i went went ahead and did it i even paid a little bit to the little upgrade part where they try to upsell you and of course that was funny shit it was like additional 20 something 20 something dollars to get the audio file plus you know whatever that comes with it it's like a zip file and then uh had an upgrade where it's like a to basically try to quicken that process they said well i mean it could take some people see things happening in their life within a week some people might take a couple months but if you upgrade to this one day well it's upgraded the file upgrades the sounds and you know it made things happen in your life quicker and initially it was like for only a small donation of 97 bucks and i was like nope you know how it says like you have the option where you can yeah i want to do that so you click that it'll charge you that amount too but it has the option like no i'm not interested of course i'm like nope i don't want to pay 97 bucks i hit no i went through four screens where Kevin went are you sure don't like don't, we'd hate for you to miss out on this you know it, just, just because we really think this could be a value to you i'm, I'm taking off 25 bucks and then of course i'm like nope it's not interested 67 nope still not interested in 50 something 
<laughs> they got back down like 18 or 20 bucks again. I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. I was like, I what, you know, money back guarantee, all that fun stuff. I was like, eh, why not? You know, it's one of those things where you gotta like, um, you always hear like, in order to make things happen in your life, you gotta take action. You know. So I was like, well. Like, worst that could happen is nothing. Best that could happen is actually what I would like to happen. So, hey, you know. But, you know, and the funny thing is, is, like, these audio files are, like, you know, they, they basically just, they basically, basically seem like meditation files. Like, they're nature, nature sounds and whatever. And I guess the, with these neuroscientists or whatever, they have got whatever embedded in there where you don't even hear what's going on. But you, what you hear is just, like, the nature wave. You know, and there's a 10-minute meditation one that basically has you talks about like, you know, visualize what you want, see that in your see that in your in your mind's eye, and you know, be like allow yourself to experience, you know, the joy, the gratitude from being from from having that whatever that goal in your life or whatever that you know dream that you're wanting to manifest and so of course I'm like wow this is pretty awesome <laughs> but um the funny thing is like i used to know people that were always like i claim it i'm gonna be a millionaire i'm gonna do this this is gonna happen and i don't know I, majority of them i don't think they're millionaires yet but i know they're in a, they're actually you know a lot better spot than they were before I had to, I mean, some of them I had to unfriend and just get rid of on Facebook because, like, I got annoyed because, you know, one of them, uh, literally, well, one wouldn't engage with me on, uh, on Facebook at all, like, I would never had any likes or comments from her, but she would always, like, get close, like, like, you guys gotta say hello, otherwise you're gonna get friended, blah, 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 I'm like, well, you're not really, so I unfriended her, because I was like, well, you're not really engaging with me, so why the hell should I engage with you? <laughs> But I would get like 15 different alerts on Facebook throughout the day, like someone, someone live, someone, someone live, and you know, dancing around on camera. She does Zumba, you know. I'm not gonna say her name, but she pops in on this. Uh, she stumbles upon this podcast. I'm sure she'll know I'm talking about her. <laughs> but I'm not gonna mention her name, you know. And if she does stumble upon that, a little tongue tied there. If she does stumble upon this, for all she knows, I'm talking about someone else. <laughs> So, I guess it's getting cold. Literally, the dash just said, Bloop, watch for ice. It's like 33 degrees up here in good old Illinois. I'm like, oh, let's see what mile marker I'm at. Let me see. So I'm in the, believe I'm in the final stretch. I'm so used to this route that sometimes I gotta look at the mile marker and be like, okay, I'm, so, I'm getting close. Otherwise, I'm like, there's times where I'm, where I'm worried that I'm not gonna pay, I'm just gonna be like, have the highway coma to be watching the road and go past my exit for the truck stop I swap at. So yeah, I got about 30, 30 miles to go, it looks like. Thankfully, and that was especially my big worry when I, when I was having the vision issues for those couple weeks because I could see, I could drive just fine, but seeing signs and whatnot. So I was worried about like, what if I don't real like what if I don't realize coming up on the exit and I go past it like crap I have to go down and turn around and come back but it's not as easy to do when you have doubles you know finding a place you can turn around you know if you can't find an exit that you know, go up get off on take a left and then take a left back on the on-ramp a lot of there's a lot of exits that you that aren't 
that's not available for like a shit. I don't even know how long I am. And I know with a 53 footer, I know we're at least 60 ish feet long. I think we're a little probably another 10 feet with a, another five or 10 feet with, with doubles because you got that gap between the trailers with the dollies. So it's probably like 70 feet long or whatever. I don't know. It's pretty, pretty long. <laughs> but yeah, I always thought it was weird. You know, they were manifesting this, I'm manifesting that, and, and this is gonna happen, and now I'm doing it. Like, literally, I'm listening, I'm doing, doing what I'm supposed to do, listening to those, those audio files daily, and listening to the 10 minute meditation that's how it has you, like, visualize your goal, visualize what you're after, and, uh, you know, so, like, I've noticed that going down, like, I'll be out here working, and, like, even though I'm paying attention, I'm not zoning out. Putting my mind's eye in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm always seeing that that money goal, you know, for the bank account or whatever. And like, get all right when that happens. And my house is gonna be off the cars. Gonna basically retire myself, you know. And I know probably a lot of people out there you might be listening to this like, yeah, it's so stupid, man. It's not gonna happen. It's all it's all fake. Okay, no. I've had friends like that too, and you know the problem. You know, you know where they're at right now. I mean, I've been moving forward with every job change I've made. I've made uh, been making more money at each job. Um, although I've got like little less, actually now officially yet less than a year to pay off my RAM, and still working, still keeping my wife's car is you know as much under control as possible. That should get easier when she starts, when she finally gets started with her new job, still going through the interview process, all that stuff. You know, she has to go do a, the last interview part, I guess, is a, um, it's like a, it's called a sage. It's kind of an interesting term for it. But they basically, she has to come in there and cook for them. You know, cause she's, I guess the job's gonna be like a executive chef of some kind. So it's like, but the, on the pastry side, she's gonna have a team under her and stuff. That's pretty cool. But once she starts there, the income on, for the family in general will actually be a little bit better because she and I will be more on equal footing as far as what we're bringing in, and we'll be able to start wrapping, you know, knocking down her car note a little bit quicker. It's money saved and stuff like that. Fun times, fun times. Do what we gotta do, you know. It's like when I literally I called, <laughs> I called the uh, the bank about her car note the other day because I, I wasn't able to make a full payment, but I made a majority of a payment. And I asked her, I was like, I know we're about this few days past due. I'm trying to just keep it from being repossessed. I, and I know, like, once things get a little better here in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, we'll be knocking that down a little quicker. And I was like, are we, like, are we, after I make this payment, are we at risk for a repo? And she goes, no, no. See, like, the fact that you're making a payment and, you know, we're willing to, like, we look at your situation and, like, you know, like, you're, you've been constantly making efforts and making payments. I mean, yeah, sometimes we still fall behind. Then you get a full payment in there and it knocks off 30 days. And so we we see that you're trying and we're not gonna we're not gonna repossess the car as long as like you're working with us, you know, we're working with you. And I'm like, cool, alright, I appreciate that. You know. Cause I've had some companies before, hell, we lost one one of our cars. They got repossessed. I was trying to work with them. I wasn't getting paid till like 
probably about two days later and I was trying to say like can you is there anything you can do because I could pay you and they, they wanted like 200 bucks it wasn't even that big of a payment but they were like well if you can't pay it tonight then it's gonna go to repo status and the repo guy will probably pick it up tomorrow and I'm like I'm like yeah but you know I can pay you it's just I need like it was like Tuesday I was like I can pay you Thursday like I can pay, literally pay that on Thursday and he's like well sorry Wednesday night literally we're sitting there because I, I was like well I guess there's nothing we could do so we were sitting there watching TV and I saw out the window saw a tow truck pull up back up to the little Toyota Camry that we had and hooked up to it and dragged it out of the parking space and I said oh shit yeah here he is so I took the key out there I met the guy face to face I literally hit said here I'm just gonna give this to you I handed him the key and he was like oh shit like I don't think I've ever had this happen like, you're like the most pleasant repo set repo um, situation I've actually dealt with. And I'm like, well, there's nothing we can do about it. We knew you were coming. So I was like, you mind if we get some stuff out of the car? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So, and then, of course, it went from the 200 that we could have paid to keep it to try to save some time to, in order to get the car back, they wanted like 3500 bucks. We're like, hey, we, we don't have it. Probably not gonna be able to get it, so go ahead and keep it. And then, you know, we were we were overcharged on that car anyway, like basically they said we still owed like twenty grand on it or whatever. And they they auctioned it off for half that, basically have a collection bill for us for like eleven thousand or whatever. And it's one of those situations. I don't know if you guys have actually dealt with that where you get a collection bill and it's unreasonable. Like, take the like picture of this guys. <laughs> Eleven thousand dollar bill, and they're like basically they're trying basically the the collection bill that they send you says we'll work with you like we'll discount it this much, but for three payments for the, over the next twelve months of three thousand dollars, and we'll give we'll give you a fifteen hundred dollar discount. I'm like, so you want payments of three thousand dollars? Really? Wow. Okay. I'm like, uh, I don't know anybody that's like regular working class like myself. They could be like, sure, yeah, I'll just pay this up. Give dump like three grand just to pay you guys off. I'm like, give the middle finger. I'm like, nope, fuck you, you know. I'm like, go ahead and send it to collections, you know. Or keep it collections, you know. I ain't planning to do anything with it just yet. Because <laughs> it's like, uh, those of you... If you guys have heard of like Dave Ramsey, he had this little, his uh, financial wellness, financial peace university or something. It's like a financial class or whatever. And he says in his, in the things he talks about, he says that basically what you got to do when you get paid is pay yourself first. Like take out, your, take out a sheet of paper, write down what your paycheck is, write down, you know, first pay yourself, like what you need for yourself then the, the bills that you absolutely have to pay this week write them all down until you get to zero and you run out of money and then you draw a line and then the other bills that you still have to pay you write those below the line and and that uh basically then you get when any of those they call you and try to hassle you like i'm sorry you're below the line this week you know, there's nothing i can do <laughs> it's like well you know how it is. I know a lot of you probably had to deal with it, but me and the wife, we definitely had to do that. I'm like, well, I call it the bill juggle or bill shuffle because one week I'll pay, and there's certain bills I pay every week. 
like the truck payment to my Rams, uh, the payment to Renner Center, you know, because I had an account with him for a while. We've had, you know, multiple items that we paid off with him. Like, he had a washer. We have a washer that we paid off with him. We have a um, bedroom set and that my wife and I had that we paid off years back. And, um, bedroom set for my daughter and she had hand-me-down furniture for a while and she had like a, a bug bed and wasn't happy for a while and so I, I literally went and uh, went through right and said funny thing was I appreciate that even though yeah I understand we like we definitely overpay when you're doing a rent-to-own contract but what I, what I like about it is uh, now before I talk anything about them like those kind of customer or companies like Renta Center, Aaron's, you gotta you gotta just keep up with the payments or turn the stuff back in because otherwise it is kind of you know scary because they they literally if you fall behind they'll literally show up on your door, knock on your door, and be like, hey, uh, what, what happened? Like, well, where's the payment? I haven't had to deal with that Renta Center because I've literally never missed a payment. Before. I've literally been like, so we dealt with errands for a while, got our back books and stuff, and we would fall behind, and they would show up and be like, well, we need the we need the computer, you know, and I'm like, I'm not going to lie, I, I lied to them, because I wasn't, I was like, I'm not going to give you, I've paid, the, I've paid the computer like 75% off so far, like, I'm not going to hand it back to you, you know, I was like, I only owe like this much on it left, you know. I would be like, oh, I don't have it. Like, I loaded to a friend. Oh, where is he? We'll forget it. Oh, he's out of state. Like, he's like, can't. He's over in like South Carolina or something. You know. As soon as he brings it back, I'll give it to you. I swear. But then they ended up doing a settlement with those accounts, so I got rid of them. But then I've been with Renta Center for a while. I've heard they're worse. As far as like, if you fall behind. But thankfully, I've been on. I've been on good terms with them for the past couple years, and I've even been told. By the guy I deal with whenever I've added a new item that we're paying off. I try not to. Uh, my goal is to pay off debts. That's what you should do. But when you don't have a lump sum of money to go buy an item like a washer or, uh, in our case, like the chest freezer, didn't want to buy a new chest freezer. In fact, I wanted to buy an extra one. That was my plan a while back. I, we had a, a big chest freezer that we'd had for a while. And I was trying to, um, but I have a farmer guy that I know that basically, um, he has a lot of like beef. Well, he has a lot of beef in general process. It used to be just beef. Now he does beef, chicken, pork, barely does eggs and milk and stuff too. <clears throat> but, um, I mean, it's all pretty high priced, but you're getting really fresh stuff, you know? I just, I do majority of my shopping at Aldi's and I get my one, like, I kind of got into a routine where instead of getting, like, ground beef and stuff like that from him, I'll get, like, steaks and uh, bottom round, you know, roasts to do, like, pot roasts and stuff. But things like chicken and ground beef and stuff like that, I'll just, because Aldi's, you know, pretty good deals there. You can get a big-ass pack of chicken. It's got, like, uh, six pounds or something couple pounds I don't know how many it's like a big pack for like 10 bucks you get like literally there's like six full chicken breasts in there so yeah it's like six or seven pounds for like 10 bucks and it's like damn that's a pretty good deal 
this is while trying to get meat from the farmer. I'm like, man, I was like, I think I'm going to stick with getting meat over here because, you know, I'd rather get more for my money versus like, hey, I got like one chicken and I paid 20 bucks, you know. But the steaks with him are pretty good, so I do that. <laughs> but pretty cool guy, though. You know, I, mean, I try to order from him whenever I can. But the plan was initially I was trying to do a quarter of a cow with him. And I was planning to get another freezer. So that way I'd be able to have one freezer literally full of beef. And probably get, like, like bacon from him, too. You know, I get a couple does the big ass pass bacon or whatever but before I could get it on the freezer the current freezer that we had literally went out on us like I started noticing that stuff was you know stuff was uh, not quite as frozen as it should be and there was like a water starting to pool in the bottom of the freezer so I was like crap tried to hold off and wait and I was like thinking like crap we're gonna lose all the stuff because we had a lot of food in there so I went ahead, went through Rita Center, and looked at what they had. I got a smaller freezer. Instead of a 14 cubic foot, it was like 7 or something. But needed at least a freezer so we could not lose all the food. Because we're like, ah, that's funny right there, you know. We're talking like meat and, I mean, veggies, obviously, not too worried about that. But there was like chicken and, chicken and beef and whatnot in the freezer. And we're like, uh, yeah, we got to, you know keep as much of that as we can so I got a freezer through Rena Center and uh, had that got I think we got down to where it was just literally that account and uh, so I was like down to like 30 bucks a week or something and it was like that's when uh, I was trying to I had a Pixel 5 Google Pixel 5 for my phone and I'd had it for like two years and I was trying to make it another like six or eight months trying to put money aside so I could buy the next you know do the upgrade but buy it outright pay cash for my phone but all of a sudden like my phone just started really acting up Whitehall office would try to call me and I would literally have my phone in front of me and it would just bloop, miss call and I would try to call them back and it would just you know, go through to their voicemail and then they would try to call me back bloop, miss call and I'm like what the fuck and I'd finally get them on the phone and they would be like, what the hell is wrong with your phone? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. So I was like, crap. I'm going to have to replace the phone sooner. Didn't have the money for it, but I was getting little pop-up alerts through Renaissance since I still had an active account with it. Saying like, we have the Pixel 7, really? Okay. So I looked online. I was like, ah, 30 bucks a week for the basic. It's not too bad. You know? Versus like the Pro. It's going to be quite a bit more overpaying either way. I mean, ideally, if we're going to buy the phone outright, I'll go for the top model, but I don't want to spend another 800000 just to have the, the Pixel Pro. I was like, eh, I don't need the extra, you know, the top model. I can, the regular one's fine. I can still do what I need to do. I still, can still record podcast episodes. can still take really good photos, you know. So now I have the, the Pixel 7 and a freezer with the center, but eh, baby steps, you know, do what I gotta do and stuff, working my way there. But back to the, you know, the manifestation, you know, I don't know if I told you guys, I think I did, about how, like, uh, in 
two weeks ago, on one of my days off, I had actually dreamed that I had won um, 100 million bucks. And I mean, I saw it literally in my in my dream. I saw it in my account. I was like, "Oh, the crap, it's awesome!" And we were driving home, and I already had plans to like, "All right, when we get home, I'm gonna go pay off the cars, and uh, I'm gonna schedule the cars to get in the shop, so that way we can get them all fixed up and get everything done that needs to be done." And uh, I'm gonna travel to certain states to visit certain friends and family and whatever, and you know, with like cashier's check to help people out, whatever, and go 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 find our house, you know, get up, get us officially out of the fucking apartment. <laughs> but, um, then I, then I woke up before I could get in, get to any of that. And in the past I would have, you know, ah, oh, man, that sucks. You know, where you, where you wake up, you have a dream like that, either a dream like you won the lottery or something, or a dream that let's say you're lonely, you're, you know, you're not in a relationship, you dream about sexually hooking up with somebody you, had the hots for for a while. I told you my uh, couple of crushes in high school that you know basically didn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, but you know you'd have intimate dreams about certain people or whatever, and you'd wake up and, like it'd be a really hot and heavy dream, and then you wake up and you're like, ah, fuck, damn it. <sighs> Same thing with waking up and realizing you really didn't win the lottery. You're still broke, <laughs> but you know. I'll admit, lately, I'm, I'm starting to kind of, you know, starting to believe in that, you know, a little bit, where, where you basically, it's all about mindset, and, you know, projecting out to the universe the things that you want for your life, the, the kind of life you want, things you want to do, and not doubting it, you know, because... I can kind of relate a little bit. Like when I got my truck, for a while I didn't. Um, I'll admit I had no idea how I was gonna get my truck. I wanted a truck super bad. Like for years, I'd be out here on the road. I would see the, 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 the crew cab pickup trucks pass me, and I would drool. Like, oh man, can't wait. Oh, that's gonna be great. I don't know how I'm gonna get it. And then stuff happened, and I was able to get it. So I was like, well, crap. Here we go. You know. So I know that th things will happen. I know things are happening. I know there are things that works. You know, just a matter of... I've always... I've told myself in the past couple of years, past, like, yeah, at least the last couple of years, how amazing it's going to be when I get to the point where we're in a house and I'm retired. You know, I've gotten myself where I want to be and I get my wife a food truck and, you know, working from home and basically just living life and I'll, I'll be where I want to be and I can look back to right now you know I can look back to uh, you know when I was looking forward to that that time of my life and I can be like man all, of, all those years when I was like oh my god I can't wait to be in her house not have to be working as hard and have you know, give, give my my wife and kids the things that they, they, they dream about or whatever and help them out or whatever I look forward to that and it's still and so now I'm even more visualizing the things I want and stuff like that and you know thankfully like planning ahead um when we, when we went on our trip I had gotten the legal settlement from the slip and fall just before that and it was you know it was a decent sized check I was like 5500 bucks which literally disappeared in the next two weeks because now the hotel we did was like two grand 
but it was worth it. You know, we're talking like free, free dinner at night, uh, three free drinks every single day between five and five thirty and seven p.m. I mean, it was awesome. Really awesome room. We had a king suite that literally all five of us, me, my wife, my two girls, and my grandson. We all we were we were all in the suite. And it was fairly comfortable, you know. So, but. When we went through that week, I was thinking about like, I can't wait till we can do this do this a lot more often. Like, come to come to places like this, take a week, just take a week in the fancy hotels like this. You know, not have to worry or whatever. You know, because I tell myself, not if it's gonna happen, it's a matter of when it's gonna happen. You know, and sadly, a lot of people out there they'd rather they, you know, for instance, like my former friend D, you know. She sat at home collecting her government checks and was bitching and complaining all the time, saying that that life was never going to change. You know, she was always miserable and like, you know, always broke and this sucks, that sucks, everything sucks. You know, being pissed at me for trying to be positive about about life in general, like trying to find humor and stuff. And I'm like, look, I was like, it makes more sense to look forward to things to be working towards things have plans have goals you have dreams you're working towards versus like lay around and complain that you don't have it you know because that ain't gonna help that ain't gonna get us in here you know that ain't gonna get you what you want you know that's like what a one of those it's like a movie scene that um, Sylvester Stallone I guess from like, I think it was Rocky I think one of the Rocky ones, where he's talking to, like, Pinky's kid and telling him, like, like, look, like, if you know what you're worth, then go out there and get what you're worth. But you can't sit around and, and say you're not where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. You know, you can't blame other people for where you are in life if you're not happy where you're at because we all, we all are in charge of our own destiny. We're all we're all in charge of where we like where we are now and where we end up. Like if you sit some like if you um it's like let's say you're at a bus stop and you're trying to get to Philly, but the bus comes and you don't get up and get on the bus to go to Philly. You just sit there and then you can play and walk. I mean I'm never gonna make it to Philly. Well yeah, you're not. Cause you just you're you're not doing anything. You're sitting there complaining that you're not going when you should get your ass up and go or you know be willing to take a chance like I'm looking like one of the things I noticed when I, I did the uh, one of the brainwave uh, affirmate or uh, uh, manifestation you know audio files that I listened to the first day I did it literally that night all of a sudden I like I, I haven't heard I haven't gotten private messages about anything like online business or investment or whatever for a while. Like I've, I've talked to people, but I'm not, I've made it clear. I'm like, I'm really not looking at anything right now. There's one thing I'm a part of that's reopening end of December, probably that I've been a part of for a little bit. They shut down for a bit because they had a, had to fix the loopholes and some scammers that basically screwed people over and basically took, they, they got paid a lot more than they should have. And so it kind of fucked the system up. So they're fixing that, getting rid of those people, and reopening back up. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm good with that. As long as that's reopening, I'm good. But, you know, resuming what it does. But, uh, 
first night I, I started doing the listen to these, you know, manifestation audio files, basically like meditating, kind of visualizing what I'm after, visualizing the results I'm, I'm looking like looking forward to, visualizing the things in life that I'm planning to have happen. That night, that first night, I, I got like ah, two messages, separate people. One of them was about this. Well, one was about like investing oil, blah blah blah. And it, it sounded it was like for like as low as a hundred bucks. It sounded interesting, but I was like, yeah, I'm gonna hold off. But then there's another one that's like deal with AI and stuff, where it's like you start, you know, with a small small amount, like a hundred bucks, and then every day you have to click like five or six buttons because it sells and repurchases the crypto and whatever. And by the you know it, it slowly grows to the point where by the end of a year you're probably about 500-ish or less per day. And you can even then you can obviously if you keep going, you're gonna, it's just gonna keep growing. And I was asking her, you know, because I was like, huh, I'm intrigued. I was like, so and I asked her a few questions. So after about a year of doing that, I would be making about 500 per, around 500 per day. She was yeah, or less. I'm like, and if I keep going, I would just keep growing that or whatever. She was yeah, absolutely. And like, and I never have to invest more than that hundred. I would just like come in with that hundred and then work my way up that way. And she was yeah, I'm like huh, okay. She goes so just let me know. I said well, I'm interested. I said I just have to get the hundred bucks together, you know, to, to, to do it. But I said it definitely sounds. And I was like. I felt like normally I would have been like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm good. But after doing the, you know, working on the, the manifestation and visualizing and, you know, listening to the, the, the leader brainwave, <laughs> all of a sudden, like, I, I found myself, I was open to it. It made sense, you know. Now, don't get me wrong, there's, I had one person, I had one random person that I have no clue who the fuck were. Out of the blue, hey, so of course I was polite, hey. They're like, can I borrow some money? I'll pay you back. I swear. I'm thinking, who the hell is this person? I was like, I don't even know this person. <laughs> I was like, sorry, dude. Or was a chick. I was like, sorry, I don't have any uh, anything to, to load you right at the second. Kind of blocked her before she could respond to that because I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of weird. You get a message like people you don't know asking, can you borrow some money? I'm like, well, how do I know if I loan you money that I'll get paid back? I don't know. You know? It's one of those things, too many people out there just taking runs, so I'm like, eh, I can't trust you, sorry. <laughs> but, ooh, man. So, a lot of, lot of, a lot of ground covered in this uh, episode. Hope you guys found some value in it, you know. In general, like, I'm curious, do you guys, like, what do you guys think of, you know, things like manifestations, like, even it do you think it's crap i mean honestly i've seen too many people who, who i used to like kind of doubt i guess i used to kind of look at them funny when they'd be like i'm manifesting such and such but they're doing pretty well now so i was like obviously i think you know especially if you believe that it's gonna happen then you know you go after it you know nothing stopping us but ourselves, right so anyway guys literally just getting off of my exit now i'll be doing this episode maybe the last half hour of my trip up here go pretty quick so but anyway hope everybody's doing well keep pushing forward keep believing you know if you're if you a believer in manifesting your dreams and making things happen like that i'm right there with you you know 
I don't know. I don't know when, but I, you know, because I was telling myself oh, it would be like maybe two years for me to get out of the job here or whatever. And now I'm like, eh, probably not. I don't think it's gonna be two years. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a lot sooner than that. But um, so, but I'm after it either way, no matter how long it takes. So I'll keep. I'll, no matter what, I'll be on here. You know, I'll be on here with you guys every week. And Friday, and uh, like always, I have that email address. If you guys have any suggestions or you, any questions you want me to address, or anything you just want to ask on, you know, and you want me to address them on one of the episodes, watch the show podcast at gmail.com. Um, hope everybody, by the time you listen to this, hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I actually, sadly, am having to work tomorrow, you know, well, it's tomorrow for me, you know, but I have to work on that day. Then I'll be off Friday. It's kind of weird. I think they should just hold the loads for, um, you know, when they hold them on Thursday, let us run them on Friday. But on that note, guys, getting ready to park next to the team here. But hope you guys are doing well. No doubts. Don't let the negative names get you. And uh, I will talk to you guys on episode 47. Have a good one.